Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Fresh Manor. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in yet another day for God's wonderful word. We do appreciate every single one of you that's always tuning in, whether by Spotify or whether by YouTube. We thank you for your support. We thank you for always um, coming in and listening to the wonderful word of God. So uh, we're actually almost at Friday. It's almost, um, you know, the weekend. We do appreciate today is the 1st of February. And I'm so grateful, super, super grateful for yet another day that God has blessed us with. Um, I made a post today about, um, it seems as if someone made a post and I reposted it to say that it seems as if um, one month is like a year. (laughs) It's like a whole year shrunk into a month, you know, like it's the length of time. Like it was so long, you know, January was so long. But anywho, I just wanted to share this word with you this morning. And um, I do pray that this word will be a blessing to you this morning as we dive into it. So this topic um, today has been, um, you know, the Holy Spirit rested on me this morning about being... um, dwell right the word dwell and um i just wanted to just highlight the meaning of dwell uh before we um actually you know start diving into the word uh the meaning of dwell means live in or at a specified place it means be settled right no um i believe i written this part in my um in my book that um is available on amazon purpose to revelation Um, I did write a, um, I believe a chapter that is in that book that is called Dwellers. Um, It's called Dwellers, right? And it's actually um, when the Holy Spirit gave it to me that day, it was um, a moment when I was sitting with him, you know, um, in the word of God. It wasn't, it didn't, it didn't really, I would say, sink deep inside um, until like you'd say this morning when it comes on to dwell because sometimes we fail um to sit with god or soak with him in his presence we tend to always want to be on a rush every single thing that we do is a rush for us right we want to be on a hurry to get um on a bus we want to hurry and and get into a relationship we want to hurry and get um money whatever it is that we're rushing ahead to get and we always left empty we're always being left empty even though we may get these things they were gotten they were they were gotten by uh, maybe our mental state it, it it caused us to lose our minds to get it it caused us to lose our sanity it caused us to lose um standard with god to get that blessing right and when i sat with god and see how he wants us to become persons who dwell in his presence he wants us to live in the presence of god meaning that you don't get out right you're not saying okay i'm going to the beach today with my friends and the presence of god is not there in the sense where um you're going but you're not really seeking the face of god to go to the beach i know it sounds crazy but i see myself asking god some simple questions these days to tell you how much he um he values and 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 loves us so much that he's gonna give me something that is gonna help me one simple thing i asked him right and 
there you go. The Holy Spirit brought it to my um, to my attention and gave me something that I needed to do. And I was laughing because I'm saying I didn't even, I didn't even realize <laughs> I didn't even realize that you know all of that that God is so concerned about every details of our lives. Oh my God, it's such a beauty to sit and dwell with God in His presence, right? We um, even recite a, 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 um, a popular scripture. This is where I live because this scripture is where I live actually. That, that that scripture, I really live in it, right? Because um, I believe that we as um, persons who say that we know God or we want to know God and all of those things, we want to know him through other people. But I always implore people to go learn God for yourself. Go and learn him, learn of his ways, right? Because at the end of the day, I could tell you something, right? And yeah, you get it and stuff like that, but you still will not get that special encounter that you need to get with him, right? To say, yeah, you can listen to the teachers, listen to this podcast, whatever, but remember to always go back to the word of God, sit with God, you know, and, um, ask him, you know, what, what more could he show you? Because there's always revelation that is always revealed through the word because the word is alive. This morning I saw something in, in, in Proverbs that I didn't even see, right? I even underlined that scripture, um, with the revelation that I've gotten, um, probably, you know, some time back, but no reading it back, no, and get a different revelation where God was showing me, like saying, look at that, you know, and I'm saying, wow, because it's like an experience of something that is going on right now with me where I had to use wisdom, you know, in that moment. And I, and I, and I didn't make a mistake, you know, not to say that I'm trying to tick off to say I didn't make a mistake, but it's just to say how God is so loving and so kind that he's always giving us the the, the word of God, giving us understanding through his word, right? Being a dweller or being someone that dwells, it takes time, right? And it takes, yes, it takes time. So sometimes we, um, you know, we're rushing to work, we're rushing to school and all of that, not realizing that God comes first. He's the head of your life. He's the one that you're supposed to be seeking first before anything else, right? Any time of the day where, you know, I have things to do. I have to ensure that I seek him because at the end of the day, what if something, um, not just to say, you know, you're trying to say that something bad is going to happen, but not only just that is to honor him, to understand that he's the one that wakes you up every day, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes. And I've said this already in a podcast to say that I know that that's not enough. A five minutes or 10 minutes is not enough. Sometimes you have to, it's not to go in and just get out in the sense where you go to those fast food restaurants and you just want the food so quickly to eat that sometimes you will get the food and don't even realize you're not even praying over the food, nothing. You just eat it. Then sometimes what happened in your stomach, you know, is not, is not sitting well in your stomach or anything because you ate that food so fast. You don't even know what's wrong with it. You don't know if, um, you know, something bad was in it that caused your your stomach to be upset and stuff like that is the same way how God wants us to sit with him to know that okay something is wrong with you you're not feeling well today talk to me you know let me know how you're feeling right he may not answer you right away with certain things right but if you dwell with him if you sit with him if you just sit with him and just talk you know just talk and then you just pause meditate on the word and seek his face you know seeking him is 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 more than just just um reciting scriptures and stuff like that seeking him is basically telling him every single thing 
going in and pressing in, not allowing yourself in the sense where, okay, I'm going to hold up a, 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 a um, wall with God, but I'm going to go in and giving him my all. I'm going to pour out every single thing that I can seek him and find him, knowing that when I see something and he gives me a revelation, I say, boom, look at how God is opening up my eyes to truth because he loves me. He cares about me, right? And this scripture is a popular scripture for um, many of us. I'm not sure if all of us, but um, maybe when you grow up, you know, your parents or grandparents or so many grandparents always do this, <laughs> but they have this scripture that is laid out on the wall with something on some plaque or something or, <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is that they have it or in the churches or whatnot. And it's Psalms 91, right? And he says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. And that word, again, abide, uh, means remain under the shadow of the Almighty. I will see of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler just to show you what will happen, right? And I'll stick the pin right there. Just to show you what will happen when you dwell with God, when you live in the secret place of the Most High, when you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, right? To understand that this is my entire life. I don't just get up and just say, okay, um, you know, I go somewhere else to get that um, dwelling. But it's, this, it's, it's a sense, it's a posture with God, understanding that, this is where I live. I have to stay in his presence constantly, right? I don't get out of his presence. His presence is ever near with me because I'm dwelling with him. It's like the relationship. I've said this already in uh, a few of the podcasts of talking about relationships, right? And if you want to know someone and you want to get to know them, you're going to ensure that you spend time with them. You're going to be able to, um, you know, meet up with them. You want to go to a restaurant. You want to go maybe on the beach. You want to go um, somewhere that you can definitely build this bond and this relationship with this person. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You want to build this relationship with this person. It's the same thing with God, right? He wants to build the relationship with you, right? I know that you can't match a natural relationship with God because God is um is 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 above all of that because without God you can't be able to function in any other relationships around you. But he want to ensure that he has a place with you. You want to ensure that he can um he can abide with you and dwell with you, right? Where you actually create that space, that space of dwelling that he can come, right? Now, I want to give this example. <laughs> I want to give this example. Thank you, Holy Spirit, to remind me of that, which I wanted to just forget about it. But I had last, I think it was last week or the week before, last week, I believe, I went to this spa, right? Just a, a, a massage spa that I had um, for quite some time that I needed to go and all of those things. And um, going into the place, it was very eerie and very creepy. Right? I won't call the name, I won't put the name of the place or, or say anything pertaining to the, the, the name of the place. But I was there and I felt I felt like I was being um, you know, I don't know, violated or something <laughs> because 
it was the first time you know and, and i don't understand you know how those um, places work and stuff and they dim the lights and then they had this funny sound in the background like with water running and um this um chinese type of song in the background and this this thing in the in the ceiling just calmed down and the place was so eerie i'm telling you but it, the, the fact the, the point where I'm, where I'm trying to get is this is this it's <laughs> It's a dwelling, right? It's a place, a place for massaging. So it's going to be different, right? It's going to be a place where you're relaxing. I could not relax for the love of me. I could not. I felt uncomfortable. I didn't I didn't like the place. I didn't like in there, right? I just I just I just didn't like it. So it's it's it it brought me to to to, to this this thing that I'm talking about now with dwelling because that place was a dwelling place for massage therapy, right? And I could not relax. I was so tense. I could not relax. I could not. I just. I was just waiting for the time to be over. To be on. I'm being honest. It was just only one, one little moment that I had. Like I was just closing my eyes and I said, "Okay, I'll just try and relax." <laughs> but then, the music and everything just start bothering me, and the whole place was just creepy. I'm telling you. I don't know if it made creepy for somebody else because they're probably used to it. I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, I found it very weird. I find it very weird and I find it very creepy. So, I'm saying this. It's going to feel weird. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's going to feel weird. It's going to feel like you're... What am I doing? You know, just sitting down. Just sitting down and, 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 you know, talking and stuff like that. But to understand you're developing a relationship with God that is more deeper. Remember that we're coming from the surface and we're going down. Right? There's no way. When Peter was, um, Jesus was calling Peter, he called him out of the boat, his comfort zone, right? He's just sitting there in the boat and 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 being worried and all these things. And God, and Jesus called him on, on, on top of the water, right? Right? So to show him that, listen, it's going to be weird. Some things that God is going to ask you to do, it's going to be weird. But And also some things that he's requiring of you, it's going to feel weird at first. But to understand that if I could spend one hour I see that I spend a couple hours talking to even my mom, talking to friends or talking to somebody on the phone for hours, two hours, and I can't give even an hour to God. Something is wrong, right? If it's even to say, thank you, Jesus, Lord, or just laid out, God, I'm tired. God, I don't know what to do. I'm just here, whatever, whatever. You know, that is spending time with God. Some of us think it's, it's, it's a religious type of ritual type of thing, but it's more about, it's more about the relationship, right? It's a more about the relationship where I can be close knitted with God, that I can be truthful in his presence. You're not going to be blasphemous. You're not going to curse him and be hostile, right? Cause I've experienced that already with God where I was very hostile. It's not funny. I was very hostile and he had to remind me of myself towards him to understand that he's still, he's still God. Regardless if I could come boldly and tell him certain things that I'm experiencing, I was being hostile towards God, right? And God don't like that right but at the end of the day i'm giving you um some tips or you know you can pull from that in a sense where you just sit with god and just tell him the truth just tell him everything right understanding that um referencing his holy his holiness and understand that he's in control of everything right back to the, the same massage thing i want to just leave that one alone but i mean the rituals and stuff because I think that's one of the things that keeps it, um, keeps it, um, 
eerie and keeps it funny because it was very um, ritualistic, right? Um, you know, they normally do this, put the, the hot stone, they maybe put, um, you know, hot oils, stuff like that and all of those things. And it just felt, you know, this after this, after this, after this, right? But when it comes on to God, sometimes, because I'll be, I be, I be honest, I remember one season of my of my life, like God just wanted me to just shut up. Like literally, just be quiet. I was about to say something and he's, he's just, mm, be quiet. He was just constantly just downloading things in my spirit because my spirit man needed it, right? But if I constantly be talking, 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 I'm not going to hear, um, hear him, right? I've now developed a relationship now and, and, and a position with him that I'm able to, to, to listen to what he got to say. I'm not coming with my own agenda. I'm not coming to hear what I feel like I want to hear, but he's going to tell me something that I need to hear, right? Because that's what we need to understand. We have to be careful. Be careful that it's not your emotions or another spirit that is speaking with you. You have to recognize and know the character of God, who is speaking to you and knowing the voice of God and knowing that God will not rush you. God will not um, lie to you. He will not bring things that are perverse to you, right? You will start to realize differentiating and discerning and knowing the voice of God, that the voice of God is, it, it will, it, it's pure, right? It's bring something that is pure towards you. It can't come with no contamination. It comes from God, right? So at the end of the day, it's just the same. I'm not saying that you may be, you not be startled at, at first because the first time that I heard God's voice, it was very loud right? Because um, I wasn't something that I was used to. I wasn't used to his voice. So I kept, uh, I, I just seek his face. I just ask him a question because I was so needing to know what was happening to me and stuff. And I saw the face of God and he answered me. And when I heard it, it, it kind of popped my ears a little bit and I got scared. Like the fear of God came upon me and I got scared, but I got used to his voice to the point now that, you know, I can sit down and really, um, cause I'm in the, the same, um, thing with you, you know, building my relationship, growing my relationship with, with God and stuff like that. So no, it's more of like a conversation where I'm talking then I pause and listen to what he got to say and stuff like that, right? And it takes dwelling and it takes diligence to get to that place with God. Because at the end of the day, um, he want to know that he has a space with you. Remember, when we leave this earth, when we um, are children, we, we're, we're going to depart from our families or, or, and all of that. And we're going to go where he is. Remember that that's the reason why you're building this relationship. It's not for here. It's for eternity, right? It's not only just for here. It's for eternity. That when this body um, deteriorates and goes, I know that eventually I'll go where my father is. And I would have already been building with him. So it's going to be so good to the point that I'm saying, wow, I get to finally meet Jesus that I have been sitting with. That would be a very beautiful thing to really think about. Think about it. To say, Jesus that I'm here sitting with in the, I'm, I'm in, in the natural, right? I'm a, I'm a human, but I'm having a supernatural encounter with him in this body. And when this goes to the dirt, right? I'll go back to him. And I'm able to meet Jesus, the person who allowed us to live another life with God, 
right? Brought us back to the place of reconciliation and all of those things. That's a beauty to behold. I don't know about nobody else, but I feel that to the core of me, right? To understand that I can't wait to see that, to behold him, to behold the king and the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I know I said a lot, but yes, I had to let that out. But there's another part in, in Psalms 91 says, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Habitation, another word for dwelling, a home, right? A home, a safe place for God to dwell, the spirit of God to dwell, or vessels, right? He's omnipresent, but he's also looking for vessels that he can dwell in. I was also reading in Proverbs 3, and um, there's a scripture that was there as well, a verse that was there. Um, he spoke on, let me see if I could find it, the dwelling. Um, I'm trying to find it. It's in Psalms 91. It did, sorry, in Proverbs 3, it was speaking about dwelling. Where do I find it? I can't remember which where, where it is, but I did see um, the dwelling that, it, yeah, sorry. So it's Proverbs 1. I do apologize. It's Proverbs 1. It said, but who so hearkened? So you listen to the voice of God. You, you pull, he pulls your attention and you answered, right? And he said unto me, but who so unto me shall dwell safely. And shall be quiet from fear of evil. Just imagine the times that you spend with God. The time that you spend with God. This is why I love the word of God. You're able to stay right here. Where you are in your room. Wherever you are. And you turn the scriptures. Whether you turn it on your phone. Whether you, you, you have the Bible. The tangible Bible. And you sit with God and you read the scriptures and see how much God loves his children. We would stop doing what we're doing. And we would stop like instantly. Stop complaining, stop murmuring, stop everything. Because at the end of the day, look at that. Whoso heartened unto me shall dwell. You shall live in safety with God from evil. From evil. That's what the word says. It shall be quiet. So all those bombarding thoughts and all those things that is trying to take you out and, and things on the external trying to come at you and doing all of those things, God is giving you safety when you dwell with him. The more time that you spend with him. Yes, persons might say that you're worried you spend more time, you know, in the quiet space and in the secret place. But listen, it's better to spend time in the quiet place and in the secret place than in the noise and the chaos. Because listen... He's a spirit. God is a spirit. He's everywhere. But I'm not saying that sometimes, because you, ju you just have to take some time. I'm telling you. I'm not going to bypass this one. You have to take the time. Yes, you can hear him. Maybe, you know, maybe on the road or something, you're doing laundry or something. But I'm telling you, dwelling, which is sitting with God, sitting with him, a position with him, and sitting and dwelling with him so that he can abide so you can abide with him and he abide with you and you guys can de develop that deep intimacy together and realize that listen no better place to be than with him right i naturally i can tell you this to be honest with 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 with, with um being transparent with this i'm an overthinker i overthink a lot of things 
right? Because I'm a deep thinker as well. I'm a deep person. I'm very quiet. But at the same time, I have the spirit of the Lord to remind me. He had to remind me this morning. I don't need, why am I flustered? Why am I doing that? I Not all the time that I hear him clear, um, like his voice audibly. I would have to go into the word. And really when I go into the word, that's when he shows me something. And it just goes to show you your relationship with God. There's different aspects and different areas that you need to unfold with him. To realize that I, I can stop overthinking. I don't have to choose overthinking today. I don't have to choose this whole ton load of emotions and stuff like that but I can choose to do something that is different every single day because I'm human yes I'm gonna feel like that yes I'm gonna be like that yes I'm gonna overthink because that's who I am but nevertheless I'm not gonna cause it to to, to, to take me over the overthinking to get me over to think that I can't do what God tell me to do because I have him he's right there I can lean in and press into him and he can give me the strength that I need no man, I'm telling you, no man could whisper something so sweet in my ear <laughs> to tell me he can only just whisper, right? Something to add to what God would have t- told me, right? But he, but he can't just whisper something into my ear and I feel all good. I, God is going to whisper something and I feel good. That's where I am at. That's what I want to rest in, that he can whisper something. Only his words can make difference to me. Only him can do whatever, whatever thing that he does in my life. And someone comes and someone is saying something, it would just be the confirmation to say, oh, God told me, God told me this, God told me that. And yes, I'll feel good about it because guess what? God already been cementing things inside of me, right? So that's it. Saints of God, brothers and sisters in Christ, whether you're an unbeliever you you're searching deconstruction deconstructionist you're deconstructing um the faith you know you're trying to rebuild with god you want to find things on your own let me tell you the best place to do it is dwelling and sitting with god he's not afraid of your and your questions and all of those things just be respectful and reverence the holy spirit that's all i gotta say right but i i leave this word with you today and I do pray that you bring this word back to God. I do pray that, um, you know, clarity will come to you in regards to certain things that you're asking God about. I do pray also that the spirit of God will continue to lead you throughout this, um, this weekend, throughout next week and throughout the month of February. You know, I do pray that God will continue to guide your steps and lead you and direct your path. And that you will continue to trust him. So that's all that I have for you today, guys. Um, and um, I will, as per usual, I will put my email in the description. If you do have any pudding, I will definitely take them. And, um, you know, we'll pray over those things for you and all of that, right? I do pray also that, you know, um, that, you're, that you will glean from the word and that God will continue to lead you and direct you into all truth right? I'll also put my book link in the description that you can also partake of in the midst of everything that you're going through. But I thank you guys so much for tuning into Freshman and I do hope you have a blessed and wonderful day. Bye-bye.